I have got this cat. I had this cat named Checkers. And uh, her, her mama kitty was feral. And she kind of lived out in the woods. And when I first moved into my house, she had kittens on the back porch. Aww. It was about two weeks after I moved in. I moved into the house with one cat. And right after I moved in, this feral cat had kittens on the back porch, had four kittens, and then a, a three-legged dog adopted me, just out of the blue. We don't know where he came from or why he only had three legs. But so I immediately went from having one cat and living in a little bitty tiny apartment in Chapel Hill to having a full house with a dog with three legs and like 17 cats or something. <laughs> Life has never been the same. But one of those kittens I named Checkers because she was a tortoise shell. She was black and orange and she looked just like a tortoise shell, like a turtle shell. And she, if you turned her nose up, she was black on this side and yellow on this side. And her mouth was yellow here and black there. So if you had turned her nose up, you could have played checkers on her face. <laughs> and so I named her Checkers. And she was always kind of different. You know, she was just sort of the oddball in the family. We never could really ever figure her out. She loved to eat. She would eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. And she always stayed. She was always the smallest cat I ever had. She'd be like seven pounds. The others would be like 12 and 14, 16, somewhat I'm 17. She was always like seven pounds. And she would, she would literally get in, open the bag of cat food you know, with her paws, get tear at it till she got it open, and climb inside and eat and fall asleep, and then wake up every once in a while and eat some more and then go back to sleep. One time a friend of mine was uh, cat sitting for me, and she came to my house, and Checkers was asleep in the cat food bag with just her tail sticking out, and she thought it was a rat. And it scared her really bad. But, and then she realized it was a cat, and then she thought the cat was dead. But it wasn't, she was just asleep. But Checkers always found really, really odd places to sleep. And besides the cat food bag, she would sleep on top of appliances. She loved the washing machine. She loved the air conditioner. She loved the toaster. And one time in the middle of the night, I woke up and I smelled something that smelled horrible. And I thought, what in the world is that? And I went in, walking around the house. I live in an old house, it's 100 years old. It's made out of heart pine, so one good spark and the whole thing's gonna go. And I went, you know, electrical kind of smell. And so I got up and went going around the house sniffing and smelling. Smoke detector had gone off. And I went in the kitchen and it was really, really loud, the smell was. And I looked over and there was Checkers and her tail was down in the toaster. <laughs> and every once in a while, and it was kind of an old toaster and it had a big button that stuck out on the side that was, you know, really easy to push down. And every once in a while, her back leg was pushing the thing of the toaster down. It wasn't enough to latch it. And her tail was down inside. She was cooking her tail. Well, um, one year in the spring, she would move out in the yard and sleep like in a tree or some other strange place. Sleeping in a tree. She would sleep in a tree. And then one year she decided she was gonna sleep on top of a birdhouse. 
and that was just the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> and she was kind of a little bit too big for the tell her. story. I'm tell telling it. A checker's listen, a checker's tail. And so uh, she slept on top of the birdhouse, and she'd get herself situated. She was a little bit too big for it, so she'd hook one claw underneath on this side and another claw underneath on that side, and then she'd fall asleep. And after she fell asleep, she'd like. <laughs> And all of a sudden, boom, 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 she'd roll off and land on top of a bush down underneath her. All day and all night long, unless she was eating, she was on top of that birdhouse. And every 20 minutes, she rolled off of it and landed on the bush underneath her. Well, the bush underneath her was a holly tree. It was a big old huge Ilex Rotunda. And it had briars. We call it the cussing bush because whenever we have to trim it back, we, we usually cuss. <laughs> and she landed on the thing, and it started out the summer this big, and by the time it was over, it was this tall. It just flattened to the ground. I, at midsummer, I was really afraid she was going to impale herself on a, you know, a, a, a branch or a stob of it. And so I went out there and put pillows and comforters and stuff over the, the shrubbery to keep her from killing herself. I'd go to bed at night and I would, you know, hear you get quiet, everything get just, you'd almost get to sleep, and all of a sudden I'd hear, and that was checkers hitting the tree. And then I would hear her jump up on the porch, and then I'd hear her jump up on the swing, and I'd hear the swing chain rattle. And then she would jump up on the back of the swing and make the ch swing chain rattle a little bit more, and then she'd jump over, and hear the thump, and she's back on the birdhouse. Every 20 minutes for an entire summer. And I thought, and no matter what we did, she, there was no birds gonna get in the birdhouse. <laughs> I mean, birds are not the brightest animals, but no bird is going to go no, make a nest for the cat. The yeah, yeah, just not going to. So the, I thought the next summer, I thought there is no way a cat could pick a more insane place to sleep than on top of a birdhouse. Well, guess what? Checkers decided she was going to sleep on top of the air conditioning unit. You know, the big old heat pump thing that sits out in the yard that blows hot air out? Checkers decided she was going to sleep on top of the heat pump. And I was so afraid because she's going to get her tail down inside the grate and, and get it caught up in the air conditioner. And it would be horrible. It'd be even worse than the toaster. Well, I put a piece of screen over the top of it. And she didn't like that. She wanted that hot air blowing up on her. Don't ask me why. I would carry her in the house. It'd be 105 degrees outside. And the air conditioning unit would be just blowing hot air like an oven. And I'd carry her in the house to get her cooled off. She'd be like, sitting up there panting. <laughs> and I'd carry her in the house to get her in the air conditioning for a few minutes. The very second I opened the door, she was right back out onto the air conditioning unit. Crazy cat. Crazy, crazy cat. But the best story of all about places where Checker slept. Oh, the other, one other place was the bread machine. She figured out in the wintertime she'd sleep in the house and she did like, like it warm for some reason. And she decided, figured out, if she got on top of the bread machine in the kitchen and walked around on it long enough, she would right, hit the right combination of, bu of buttons and she'd get a little heat and fiber massage for like three hours and 15 minutes on the white bread cycle. So I would wake up in the middle of the night hearing, whoop, 
She had turned the bread machine on. And sometimes I would hear the bread machine going beep, beep, which is the beep telling you that it's done. So she had already had four hours good on the bread machine, you know, on the Italian <laughs> bread cycle. So I would always, a minute, very second I finished with the bread machine, I had to unplug it because checkers would be up there turning it on. There was one moment, one month, where she decided she was going to sleep on the, the Cuisinart Grind and Blue grew, grind and brew coffee maker. She bought, broke four carafes in a month. Every oh one goodness. of them cost $12. Oh my goodness. And finally, I just had to put the coffee pot in the closet because I couldn't afford to. Well, I was already up to $48 worth of carafes. That That'd be like, like you can't sleep in a mommy's coffee maker. Yeah, and I would wake up in the middle of the night and I'd hear whoo, and I'd hear beeping, and it would mean that the grinding brew had turned it, had gotten turned on. And Checkers was sleeping on top of it. But you know, once she turned it on, that was good. There was heat for, for you know, a little vibrant massage at the beginning when it did the grinding thing. And then she had four hours with the heat by the coffee pot. And then when she jumped, got ready to jump down and go visit the cat food bank, she turned the coffee pot over and break the carafe. Oh, yeah, four carafes in a month. And I, I finally said, I just, I'm just gonna like, buy coffee at Starbucks until she gets over this obsession with the coffee pot. But the best story of all about her sleeping on things was I was at work one afternoon. I worked at the Health Sciences Library and me and a student named Nate Florin were working. Nobody else liked work Friday afternoons. Me and Nate loved it because there was nobody there and we could sit and visit. He was a grad student for nine years in Chapel Hill. And he was born and raised in Chapel Hill. And I mean, his car, he said if he, he could buy a car at the PTA thrift shop, he would have bought his car at the PTA. Everything he owned and wore came. He was so such a chapel, child of Chapel Hill. You know, he'd been raised going to Cat's Cradle in the cave and, and the thrift shop. So really interesting young man. And uh, we like to sit there and talk. And about four o'clock, it's a little bit sleepy time, you know, sleepy time of day, and things are really quiet there in the library, and we're waiting. We're just cruising, you know, we're gonna close in an hour, and nothing's going on, maybe a few people checking out the books. And uh, one of my coworkers comes down to head out for the weekend, and she says, Cindy, you need to listen to your telephone answer machine message, because it's not saying what you think it's saying. And I, and I turned around to Nate and I said, Checkers the cat. And I punched the speakerphone and I dialed my home number. This is when I still had a landline. Still had a real answering machine on the desk at home. And uh, my phone answered and it went. The kitty cat. Checkers, get off the phone. <laughs> Click. <laughs> And what had happened two weeks before, in the middle of the night, I had gotten ready to go to bed, and Checkers was, had the obsession of sleeping on top of the telephone and had built an answering machine. And I went to bed, and she had stomped around on it to where she had erased all the messages. And um, uh, I kept taking her off of it. She jumped back up there, taking her off of it. She jumped so I went to bed, and about 20, 30 minutes later, I hear, it is 12.22 a.m. You have no messages. I thought, oh no. So I rolled back around. I said, if I can get to sleep, it'll be all right. I'll sleep through anything, just about a few minutes. It is 12.34 a.m. You have no messages. It is 1.03 a.m. You have no messages. 
So at that point in time, I get up. She'd woke me up three times right as I got to sleep. It was 1 o'clock in the morning. I had to get to bed. I had to get some sleep. So I go in the living room and I unplug the answering machine. I was like, okay, you can sleep on it if you want to, but you're not going to wake me up. Go back to bed. Guess what? It had emergency battery backup in it. It is 1.33 a.m. You have no messages. And at that point in time, I got up and I walked in the living room and I was mad, 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 mad. And I said, checkers, get off the phone. <laughs> and I unplugged the telephone from the wall. I wrapped the cords around it and I took it and I put it in the living room closet and I shut the door and I locked it and I said, so there, you're not gonna sleep on the answering machine anymore tonight. I'm going to bed. And obviously, unbeknownst to me, in the midst of that, she had touched the record message button. And for two weeks, people had been calling me and hearing me scream at the cat going, Checkers, get off the phone! Well, I made a, a mistake that night when I got home. I got home and, and erased that message. I wish now still I had it. Oh, even though I don't even have a landline anymore, I still wish I had that message. And. Um, it was a really nice, like I said, a mellow Friday evening, and I had to go take care of a friend of mine's dog, a big old huge black lab, kind of an elderly fella. And I gardened a little bit, and I made myself an adult beverage, a gin and tonic. And I went in the house about 9 o'clock, and I, it was getting dark, it was getting late in the evening. And I said, I'm going to sit down and read my email and listen to Back Porch Music. And my computer sits right here, and there's a big huge, i got a big huge stereo. I got a big old speaker about this tall on this side and a big old speaker about that tall on the other side so I can listen to my stereo while I work on my computer. And uh, the TV sits right there too, so it's all you know right within reach. I didn't even have to get it and turn the TV on and off. And um, I thought, oh, uh, I started reading the email, and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm getting back to porch music. It's a, a bluegrass country music station, I mean, a show that they put on WNC on Friday nights and Saturday nights. Only time you can hear it is Friday night and Saturday night from like 8 till 11. I said, I'm missing back porch music. So I reached over about two inches away from that big old speaker and flipped the stereo on. And the stereo was on number 10. We get Lester Flat and Earl Scruggs on number 10 going, biscuit burning, burning biscuits, we're burning biscuits today. And as fast as I possibly could, I mean, I didn't have any eardrums left. And I had, it knocked the feelings out of my teeth. I reached over and I turned off the stereo. And I turned around and looked. And behind me on the coffee table in the living room, was the basket that had all my remotes are in, and guess who was sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.